Hi, Facebook. What's up, world? This is Joshua, and uh, <laughs> I am going to talk about something that I have not really talked about in a long time, and uh, I'm really, really, I'm actually proud to talk about this. Um, as I said, this is, I am Joshua, and um, tomorrow is a very, very special day in my life. The reason why is because I get to go to the doctor to find out if uh, I have completely been healed of HIV. Um, I have not discussed this in a long time, but um, you know, after being diagnosed with HIV uh, several years ago, um, I went off on a path of pure destruction. Meaning, instead of immediately going to the doctor saying, oh, I'm going to get help and starting to take medication and doing all of the responsible stuff, I set out to destroy myself. I set out into abusing drugs even more. Um, <laughs> like, instead of turning away from meth and cocaine use, I went all out and went more and tried to destroy my life. Um... But then Jesus happened and gave me the motivation to do the work to, to not, I didn't know about getting healed, but at least the very le at the very least, uh, becoming undetectable through taking the proper medication and taking proper care of my body. Um, about a year and a half ago, I did an experimental treatment. And one of the things about taking this experimental treatment was that I, uh, it was going to be really hard to know about being healed because there was a certain type of testing that had to be done to be able to figure it out. So antibodies are a really popular thing <clears throat> to hear about right now because of COVID and people that have antibodies and the cure and the treatment um, that can come out of that is through the antibodies. So I went to the doctor uh, a couple weeks ago and got tested for HIV. And there was no sign of HIV, none. But the part that is amazing about that is I, I lost my insurance after I left Los Angeles. So that means I didn't have my medication. I have not, I did not, and I do not, I need to preface this. I don't recommend this because it's highly dangerous, but I really believed God that God was going to heal me. Um, I believed that I believed in this experimental treatment. So I stopped taking the medication because I ran out of the medication. So for almost a year, I did not take my HIV meds. Well, that's not like nine months. Nine months I didn't take the medication. So I went to the doctor a couple weeks ago and got tested. There was no sign of my HIV. That in itself is kind of a miracle because it doesn't really work that way. So because of this, I qualified to take a special test to see if I have the antibodies of HIV. And uh, tomorrow I get to find out those results. Here's the thing. For a long time, I, I really, I didn't, I didn't really care if I was going to be healed because I felt like I didn't deserve 
to be healed because of the actions that I, that my actions, you know, I mean, there's, look, there's consequences for our actions and everything we do. And there's consequences to my actions. I mean, I've been divorced three times. I lost my kids. I, there was, you know, I didn't get HIV from eating Cheerios. <laughs> um, I didn't believe I deserved to be healed. But then I started to think about just how powerful it would be to find, you know, to, to discover that I was healed because of the testimony that that can be, the testimony of the healing power of the Lord Jesus Christ, my Lord Jesus Christ. And tomorrow I get to find out if indeed I've been truly healed. Um, or I could find out that I <laughs> have to start taking the medication again, um, which is something I don't want to do. But I want to say this. <clears throat> I want to talk about consequences. Consequences don't have to be a bad thing. Consequences for our actions of our past do not have to be a bad thing because God can use those consequences. I always, I always say that God's not obsessed with sin, and he's not. I, I, I don't believe that the Lord is obsessed with sin at all. That's why we can repent and move on. The fact that some of us burden ourselves and shame ourselves and, and beat ourselves up for the things that we do you know, you, whether it could be lust or you have a relapse and you go out and you, you know, you tie one off for the, for the weekend or, you know, whatever. You do something wrong. And then we shame ourselves into this submission, submissive, self-imposed prison. That's not what God wants for our lives. That's not what Jesus died on the cross for. It wasn't for you to shame yourself. It was for you to be able to go, forgive me. I surrender this to you. Forgive me. I repent from this and move on. Now, if you mess up, if you cheat on your spouse or you, you do something wrong, yeah, there's consequences for it. But the sooner that we repent, the sooner that we ask for forgiveness for the, what we do wrong, the less the consequences are and the faster that God gets to use our mistake for good. Some of you remember when I, when I had a meth relapse oh, two years ago and this woman had all of these naked pictures of me and she was threatening to blackmail me. And I, got, and I started laughing at her going, I don't think you know who you're talking to. <laughs> like, because I went on the air on my show, Gratitude Unfiltered, and I talked about it right after. Now, I'm not proud of that meth relapse. I'm not proud of it. And you know what? There were consequences for that. I lost a lot of credibility, and that sucked. But I'm human. And so I want to encourage you today, regardless of where you are at with your faith or with your beliefs, regardless of where you're at with you do just your struggles the sooner that you can surrender it and lay it at God's feet 
at Jesus' feet and say, I, I, I surrender this to you, the sooner you can do that, the faster that God can use it. Please stop beating yourself up. Please stop shaming yourself. You know, there's so much turmoil in the world right now. There's so much anger. There's so much hostility. For, at this point, like, I don't even know what, like, it's coming from every direction at this point, And it's exhausting. The last thing that you need to do right now is to shame yourself into submission. Because right now the world needs you. The world needs your story. The world needs your truth. The world needs you to release those secrets because that secret pain that you carry, that secret shame, could very well be your gift to the world. I make people very uncomfortable when I talk about HIV, but it's not my intention. Here's the thing. I'm not a victim to HIV. I did it to myself. But I'm also not a victim to it being, a, 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 being some kind of secret. It doesn't weigh me down. Being an abuser, being an addict, being all of those things, being homeless, being mentally ill, all of it. Like, it doesn't enslave me because I can talk about it. I, and, and, and it's very freeing. And even my mistakes, to be able to release them and ask for forgiveness or repent from them is very freeing. We all are called to do something extraordinary in this world. And extraordinary has different levels, I get it. But what's important to some is not necessarily important to others. Or what's extraordinary to others is not always extraordinary to, you know, the other people. But don't get it twisted. You have an extraordinary purpose in this world. So please, anything that's weighing you down, just say, thy will be done. I surrender this to you. Release it. Because the world needs you free. Free, full of energy, full of life. And the world needs you to contribute your gifts back to the world. Because there's somebody out there right now that's suffering in silence that needs to hear you talk about the secret that you're keeping. Lauren Harris is famous for saying 98% of the truth is not the truth. I've stolen that from him because I'm a living testimony to what that means. When I originally started sharing my story and broadcasting it, the, one, the two things that I kept secret were two of, the, two of the six times I'd been in jail, I was keeping a secret, and I was also keeping a secret about HIV. I never knew in my wildest dreams that sharing that two of the times I'd been in jail were from being an abuser. I never knew in my wildest dreams by sharing that, that I would actually be able to create the space to have a healthy conversation about abuse. And by doing that, it's been able to help a lot of people. I also didn't know that sharing that I had HIV was actually going to help other people either. You see, HIV is not a death sentence. It's not. It's not a death sentence because the medication now is so good that you can be undetectable rel well, relatively quickly. 
There's side effects to the medication, but it's not brutal. And it's not like you're going to die from them either. Odds are, most people with HIV nowadays will die of a heart attack or die of old age or something else way before they will HIV if they choose to start living a healthy lifestyle afterwards. See, it's not a big deal. I mean, look, yeah, it sucks. It does. It, 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 you know, it, but at the same time, it doesn't burden me. So regardless of the outcome tomorrow, finding out whether I have HIV, you know, I still have HIV or not, eh, I'm not really that married to it. I except it would be cool to be able to say, Jesus healed me from HIV. That would be pretty amazing. Um, that would be a great testimony to Jesus. Uh, and, and I hope to be able to deliver that message tomorrow. But if not, I'm also okay. Because here's another thing I want to tell you. No matter what you've done in this world that you feel is wrong, no matter how, no matter whether you've been a criminal, a killer, a drug dealer, an abuser, an addict, no matter what it is, no matter, no matter what you've done, God can use it for good. He's used it for good in my life. And another thing, no matter what you've lost, Jesus, Jesus can restore everything you've lost and restore it in such a way that it was better than the first time around. Because the thing about it is, when Jesus restores things in your life, it's because you've done the work to heal. Restoration is a gift from God. I think outside of the fact that there's salvation, the greatest gift in the world is restoration. It's your reward for doing the work to heal. So I don't know who this message is for today, but I felt led to share it. And that's it. God bless you. If I can do anything at all to support you, if I can pray for you, if I can just listen to you or be any other kind of support, please do not hesitate to reach out. God bless you. I love you. And this is I Am Joshua. Goodbye.